0: Last time on Cruelly Drawn Swords. The four hawks are on board the ghost, which is rushing towards the rocks. I can summon some monkeys. Yes,
1: fly my pretties. Could this be described as the ape escape?
2: How long do these monkeys hang around for? Can we send them back down to pluck other people out?
0: the whole side of the hull sort of bursts open and the jelly kind of coalesces, it's clear. It's not that it's hard to see but it's very much you can see past it as well and you can actually see a few things floating inside it. Its skin is a kind of oleaginous membrane. It has six appendages that may be legs, they're long and seemingly many-jointed, each tipped with something resembling a hand, but ending in sharp claws as long as your forearm. At the front of the creature, a trunk-like extrusion that may be a head. There are no eyes, but it has a mouth, a wide cylindrical pipe lined with radial teeth. All along its back, tendrils reach and swish in the bright air. It's approximately two stories high.
1: I don't know how you deal with a giant gelatinous monster.
0: Let's iron it. As the arm comes dashing in, I'm
3: gonna duck into a roll, roll under it, and then with my boot dagger, I'm just gonna whoo, try and cut the tendril off. You cut off this hand-like appendage. Can be hurt. I said soothe it. Oh, no, sorry buddy, my mistake.
0: Use the sword! I was never going to punch it, if I'm honest. Tristan, you see this tendril wrap around Percy and just swing right over and throw him towards the sea.
3: No! Take me!
4: I am going to swoop down with some epic aerial navigation and grab... Enigma.
1: That was a clean sweep, Bambury.
4: We're probably going inland, so away from the ship with the crashed, maybe survivors, and away from the Chuckle Brothers. We could just drag it off into the desert, and then just turn around
0: and just leave it there. It turns towards you and rears up on its back legs, and it's now almost as high as you. Bambury's going to turn and look at it, so he's going to concentrate. He's going to reach his
4: arm out. Uh, His fingers will start to shiver and he'll shoot more black magic.
0: Green light comes crackling back along the lines and comes burning into Banbury's hand. And at that point, Banbury and Enigma bump down onto the salt flats. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an actual play podcast of high adventure, low dice rolls and intermediate levels of terrible puns. With me are the four greatest players of Dungeon World <laughs> on this Discord call. So let's go around. Who are you and who do you play? Starting with
3: Stu. I play Tristan Wilde, the extraordinarily famous and handsome bard. Alison.
1: Good evening. I have (laughs) been an actor and comedian for many years, and in this particular podcast, I play the part of Enigma, Enigma. a rogue. Quinty,
2: Percival Cleft, I I, I screwed that up. I only said four words. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Queen's College Boxford And the Majors
4: Uh, My name's Magnus I'll be playing Bambury. He is a twerp And it's also hot as hell in my room So I'm just going to angle the camera up And get naked But it's fine You'll call that
0: No (laughs) Don't tell us what we're calling Mag (laughs) We can see his
1: naked forehead Oh,
4: that's so much better Oh, it's so hot in here
1: It's getting hot in there I wish he put out on his clothes Just
4: turn the heating off But he's not on, Stu It's
2: summer Probably shouldn't have pointed the camera At that mirror
5: Uh
0: (laughs) So, all y'all, my good friends, were out on the salt coast to the north where your ship collided with the land. It's a very rocky coast that drops straight down to the sea from kind of slabs of rock. And very recently, certain people almost fell straight into that, but they managed to pull themselves up. Meanwhile the elite strike team of Bambury Lutes and Enigma Enigma whoop, made their way out into the desert, leading this vast house sized sinister, gelatinous creature.
4: I mean, you make it sound like a mistake, and at this stage, obviously, we realised it was. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> it was definitely on purpose. We were drawing it away from everyone else to save them. It's noble. Yeah, this is the point at which they do the rest of the plan and everyone's saved.
4: This is our wall. Yeah. This is where me and Enigma become massive heroes.
0: And so as they flew away, Enigma was taking potshots at the creature very nearly injuring it. It didn't seem cross. And Bambury managed to take a massive, magical attack on it, which unfortunately created a weird feedback loop, resulting in him crashing his broomstick into the desert.
1: Ah, oh, did that happen? I forgot.
0: And so Enigma and the broomstick are somewhat separated from Bambury, all of whom are on the ground. And you are perhaps... 50 meters from this angered huge creature the tentacles on its back are writhing in the air like transparent glutinous fingers <sighs> and it, it casts about and it immediately fixes on Bambry with whom it has a brief connection and then past him it fixes on enigma damn it so Enigma, Banbury's just kind of dropped the broomstick and you, and he looks like he's slightly stunned. Something quite whack seems to have happened. What do you do? Is he unconscious? He's conscious, just it looks like he's had a bit of a shock.
1: What might a gelatinous cube squishy (laughs) thing?
0: A gelatinous six-legged house-sized monster. What would it want? You could always ask Banbury what it wants from you. If you're trying to figure that out... You could...
4: Don't make us use the rules of the game, Ben. That's not how we work in crudely drawn swords.
0: We don't use rules. (laughs) I know we go through regular and extensive periods when the dice doesn't get rolled.
1: I've definitely seen dice. Let's have a little look at this list of things I can do. They aren't useful.
0: (laughs) Specifically, if you're trying to figure out what to do with it, you could discern realities.
1: I guess. Or you
0: could try just... Grabbing Bambury and the broomstick and dragging them both towards safety.
1: We're a long way from safety is my issue. Yep. We went quite a long way in that broom, didn't we?
0: Yeah, you're probably at least a mile away from the sea. Oh, it
1: can definitely go with our speed, can't it?
4: What is the land speed velocity of a giant monster thing? <laughs> which may or may not have eaten a swallow.
1: Well,
0: it certainly swallowed quite a lot of people by this point. It turns out surprisingly fast, seeing as you came raging down on the broomstick, leading it here. Well, I guess, what's the SP velocity of Banbury on a broomstick?
4: Really slow. 11 metres per second. Damn
1: it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's too fast, isn't it? No, I don't know if it is.
4: Someone that's on a decent broom and they're experienced, I imagine they go quite fast. I've not seen any Harry
0: Potter movies, but I imagine... What's the game they play? Actually, 11 metres per second isn't bad. That's about 25 miles an hour.
4: But I imagine Banbury's on this kind of horrible little kind of stick that jiggles around a little bit and then ducks a little bit and then kind of comes back up in the air. He He's on a training broom. It's not a Nimbus 3000. No, he hasn't spent a lot of time on, on the broom. He doesn't really like it. It really rides up in places he doesn't like.
1: It's pretty uncomfortable.
4: Yeah. I was
1: riding side saddle. <laughs>
4: I mean, Banbury was side saddle.
1: I was the other side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you balanced it. <laughs> I was the back side saddle.
4: <laughs> we both initially got on it the same side and then felt really uncomfortable.
0: It was really awkward.
1: I might discern realities on it then, just to see if we can find some kind of weakness, because otherwise we're just going to run and run and run.
0: You're trying to suss out what's going on here. So give me that roll. Now, discern realities, and I forget that literally every time. Wisdom.
1: Oh, wisdom. You sure it's wisdom. How about something that isn't wisdom? How about literally anything that isn't wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's my dumpster.
0: But it's, it's not the worst, is it? And it's fine. You're good at it. Yeah. No. It's not great. No, it really isn't. That's, like, really quite bad. I think I literally see nothing.
1: You're like, there's some salt?
0: Maybe? <laughs> no. Nothing happens is never the answer. Damn it. It's always... Something bad happens. Ah. So what happens is it rambles over. It like strides over its little legs, rolling up. Oh hey! And it just one of those tendrils grabs Bambury and picks him up.
1: Oh, what the hell was it? Oh, I thought you said worse. <laughs>
0: oh fuck you, Ally. <laughs> <laughs> Bambury, you've been shaken out of the slight fugue state you were bumped into by the fact that you made a big arcane connection with this creature. And then it's kind of grabbed you
1: with a tendril. It might be tenderly.
0: Yeah, for all we know, it's like, oh,
4: magic friend, I haven't had enough hugs recently. I mean, that's not what's happening here. But when Bambury made his connection with this monster, he saw through its eyes and it sees magic. Yes. So, it eats magic? Did I get the impression?
0: Yeah, I think you saw what it saw. Okay. You would probably be able to interpolate from that that it probably desires that power.
4: And there was something that was more powerful than me and more powerful than Enigma around us.
0: You could see the broomstick, and there were two things on it that were very powerful. Okay. The one that shone brightest was where Enigma was sitting, not where you were sitting.
4: So Enigma is more magical than Banbury.
1: Because the sun shines out of my ass.
4: Okay, that's news to Banbury, but probably not that useful right this second.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. I'm better at your job than you.
0: (laughs) You're clearly not, because you just have loads of magic around. You don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I don't need it.
4: Okay, so am I... I'm still on the ground, I take it.
0: Yeah, so you're kind of on the ground, but this big jelly-like tentacle thing has grabbed around you and looks like it's going to try and start lifting you up. Okay, can I reach my broom from here? Your broom's a little further away from you.
4: Okay, so I've only got literally what Bambi's got on him to deal with this situation you've got what you've got on you i'm pretty sure i took a minus one to spell casting on the last game as well and we haven't slept so i need to remember that
0: you've also got enigma nearby so you could call on her help by whatever means
1: what's the opposite of jelly (laughs) custard that's what we need to know here sponge cake ice cream (laughs) once in a lecture um, my lecturer was talking about a brass statue and how, uh, you know, the artist makes choices about how they make it. So, for example, what what would be the opposite of making it from brass? And I said jelly. So I think we need brass. <laughs> it's important to have a callback to a lecture from, like, 1997. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a big hit with our audience.
0: And this
4: is why Bambury will not be asking Enigma for any help in this situation.
5: <laughs>
4: right, uh... Bambri will pat himself down and look around. He's got his mirror. Mm. He's got some books in a pouch. And he's also got the bag of marbles. So I'm going to grab one of those marbles. And I'm going to yell, Trevor, I choose you! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to lob it as hard as I can. And it's meant to be a magical item. It's meant to be powerful. I'll try and lob it into the thing's mouth. Uh, but if not, I'll just try and
0: lob it as near as possible. Why don't you roll volley for me? Why don't you roll volley for me? 11. 11, that sounds like a good hit. So the question is, and this is potentially important, what do you want to hit or... I'm
4: going to try and concentrate in summoning Trevor, but I've no idea how these marbles work. We still don't really understand how he got to the top of the water source in the uh, previous place. If he comes down like a meteor, if he uh, appears from a pocket dimension, or if he just kind of wanders down from the actual uh, place he was at. (laughs) So uh, it could be nothing happens whatsoever. It could be that this thing spits a marble back at my face. Uh, Okay. Yeah.
0: So you're going for right in the face. Right up. So the Tarragard, if that's pronounced properly. Well, it's more like a huge translucent spirit creature by this point. Its resemblance to a tardigrade has pretty much... Disappeared. ...diminished, yes.
4: Okay, I'm gonna lob said marble into its gaping gelatinous maw.
0: It has this, like, ring mouth full of glassy teeth, so you throw it in there, and what's the connection to fire that you're using as you do that? Are you drawing on your own power? Are you drawing on something in the surroundings?
4: Well, it's a very hot desert, I'm assuming, so there's naturally a lot of dry heat around. Oh, yeah. Elemental fire I get in my head is just waiting for that spark, waiting for that ignition to just kind of set off, and we're surrounded by dry salt. I've no idea about chemistry. Does salt burn? Salt burns
0: if you get it hot enough. Okay. You're
1: going to set a light to an entire desert.
4: This thing's big and gelatinous and has been slugging its way through a salt desert, so it's probably pretty salty. Yeah. In the previous session, I weakened it with some black magic on the first time where I actually hit it and made a weakness, and I've got black magic which is circling around inside it. So I'm going to use the power of that, plus all the salt and Bambi's inherent connection to
0: fire and hopefully just the marble's power Yeah. and see what happens. Enigma, what you see, as this tendril starts lifting him in the air... It looks like it's dragging Bambury towards its mouth. He's grabbed something from his pouch. He's thrown it in the creature's face, and there is a massive explosion of fire. Boom! Right in front of it. And the creature rears back. Bambury is thrown back, and as he comes flying down towards the ground, just before he hits it, He's caught by this huge flaming hand that just puts him down. And then the demon that he's summoned turns and just starts wailing on this creature. Sweet. I don't know how easy it is to recognise fire demons. I don't know whether you could recognise this as Cam Will, who you previously summoned or not. But it's just like clawing with these blazing arms at the creature. And the creature is immediately entirely consumed with battling it. So, Bambury, you've just been put down on the ground. Enigma, you're reasonably nearby, and you're right by his broom. What do you do?
1: I'm going to get back on the broom. Okay. I don't know if I can fly it or not, but I can <laughs> fly it over to you, right, and pick you up, dun, 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 like a hero. How hard can it be?
0: So you, I,
1: I. I to be honest,
0: it is Bambury who has the flying on a broom move. Yeah. But Enigma's like pretending to be flying a broom, like a hobby horse.
4: She's just got it between her legs and running through the desert.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna run with it between my legs. Brum 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 brum. Come with me if you want to live.
0: <laughs> Enigma's really got in touch with her inner action hero, and I like it. Okay, Bambury. Enigma thinks she's driving. What do you do? Uh,
4: Bambi's going to land in the hand and then obviously be put down. Yeah. He's surprised that worked. He wasn't expecting that to work. And now he's probably a bit taken aback by this epic battle. Eventually, he will look around to see Enigma and just see her running around with a broom between her legs. Brum, brum, (laughs) brum, brum. You alright, right, Enigma? Did you land
1: on your head? No, I'm not landing for a while. (laughs) Get on board. I'm going to fly us home. And when I went to say home, I mean, like, back to the other guys who I assume are totally fine. <laughs> Should we not help Trevor? Is he your friend? I mean, yeah. He seems like he's doing all right.
4: I kind of feel a bit responsible for him. I don't really want to leave him fighting this. I feel... He's a fire demon. So, we shouldn't care about fire demons? Seems a little bit... I mean, I think what we've learned in the last week is, I might be a bit fire demon. Yeah, but so what I mean is like... You're saying you, know, you don't care about my people.
1: I'm saying that, you know...
4: Right, fine, whatever, we'll leave. We'll leave, and when your people are in danger... It
1: looks... I'm saying he's looking hard enough that he could totally handle it. It's not meant as a burn.
4: (laughs) Ben, does uh, Trevor look like he's handling it?
1: Imagine,
0: if you will, a King Kong versus Godzilla-type confrontation.
1: That sounds like the sort of thing where humans are not needed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You couldn't necessarily call at
0: this stage who's going to win, but... There's definitely a lot of massive blows being cast and like roaring and rearing up and crazy attacks the like of which you've never seen. But it may be that your intervention would tip the balance in one way or the other. Well,
4: there we go, Enigma. <sighs> Best get your bow out and don't shoot Trevor. I don't know if arrows really would hurt a fire demon, but...
1: It really hurt the Gelatinous Tardigrade.
4: (laughs) Well, you know, we're in a desert. You can definitely buy more arrows. Dimes. That's the truth. (laughs) And with that... Bamboo Enigma wailing well to the Godzilla versus King Kong fight, <laughs> <laughs> ineffectually hitting a tendril in the corner.
0: You're basically like the two guys from the army, just taking random pot shots with your rifle at Godzilla. Yeah.
4: Occasionally, the camera will pan around, and in the background, we're just standing there, going,
1: "Yeah, go on, <laughs> go, fire, dude."
0: His name's Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, Trevor. 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 Okay, so. Enigma, it looks like... It's hotting up. (laughs) Looks like Banbury reckons you should take some shots. What are you going to do?
1: Fine. I guess I'm going to take some shots.
0: Okay. Give me that volley. Yep. 11. Yeah, that's a good shot. So give me your damage. Boom. That is a strong shot. Enigma's arrows fly straight and true and injure the creature. And you see it curling and turning away.
1: The creature or the arrow?
0: the creature. Good news. <laughs> it kind of cowers back a bit. That'll learn you. And Trevor's storming in and wailing on it. What are you doing, Bambury?
4: Enigma, what do you reckon the chances are this thing's female?
1: I'd say (laughs) (laughs) 50-50. Apple? (laughs) To be fair, it's probably
0: engendered. It probably comes from a uh, a dimension where gender is like a six-directional compass.
1: Are you trying to get it in the ovaries? I'm trying to see if the
4: princess sleeping apple will get it, but I'm getting the impression that probably not.
1: I do have a sleeping potion.
0: I think you actually used a sleeping potion to slow it previously.
1: I've already tried that.
0: And it did work. It did help, definitely. Yeah, I
1: could have a go at a sleeping potion. Oh, and I've got an anaesthetic.
0: Well, okay, you could do that.
1: But I don't think that's really what we want.
4: (laughs) I don't want to know why you've got that
1: right now, but... never know when you might need it. We're going to
4: table this for later. Okay. (laughs) Right, Banbury's going to cast a black magic, and again, he's going to try and weaken the monster.
1: Okay.
0: Cool. Give me that roll, remembering you're at minus one ongoing.
4: (laughs) Spanbury fails again.
0: (laughs) It seems to have got wise to that type of attack. You get some weird feedback back up the line of spooling, gross magic tape that you launch into it, and it comes roaring up into your arm, and it's a little like being struck by lightning. Roll a d10. Yowch. One point of damage. Okay, plus three piercing. So if you have any armor, you've got three extra that will go through that.
4: So that could have done 14 damage. Bambury's only got 17 hit points max.
0: Yeah, that's pretty lucky then. You are <laughs> fighting Godzilla here. <laughs> yeah,
4: no, that's fair.
1: Everything's fine.
0: This is
4: fine. Bambury's going to prop himself up on his elbows. Yeah, do you know what, Enigma? Maybe Trevor does have this. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, he's got him on the ropes for definite. I mean, if there were ropes and not just an endless desert.
1: Yeah. Shall we, Shall we... just? Yeah. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> I could just chuck another uh, arrow into it, because since I did so brilliantly last time where you failed.
4: Um. I mean, yeah, sure. If you want to slag me off, I am your lift home.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll do it from the broom and then it'll be cooler.
4: Do you mind if I just squeeze
0: on there? Can you back up a little oh, bit? Oh.
1: <laughs> got it.
4: Cheers.
0: All right, you have your move for flying, don't you, Bambury?
4: Yeah, uh, Enigma, we're going to have to run at the same time and not trip over each other's feet to launch this, by the way.
1: Totally can do that.
4: So we're going to run in unison, a bit like a three-legged race, but it's four-legged, and it's our two legs tied on either side, right? You ready?
1: <laughs> You've just made something simple into something complicated.
4: Just run right now,
0: okay? Okay, go! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weirdest three-legged race you ever did, and then suddenly you're up in the air.
1: Hooray! And I'm going to shoot down on the baddie from above. Okay, so. I'm not going to shoot down on the baddie from above. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Did we need that bow that you've just dropped? Nope. Should we land again or.
1: <laughs> Everything's fine. Let's keep going.
0: Yeah, I think that works quite well. In your attempt to uh, take a shot at it, Enigma, it's the turning, it's the shooting, and what happens is actually your quiver twists and just drops all your arrows.
1: Uh, So you
0: have zero ammo. Bitches.
1: Uh, Damn it.
0: But at the same time you're leaving behind this epic battle and it does look like Trevor probably has the advantage. Above the tumbling angry grey sea a shelf of rocks forms the border of the salt coast. Standing atop these rocks Staring out into the desert, is the armored figure of Percival Cleft, and beside him the stylish yet damp bard Tristan Wilde. Moist. They face southeast, across the salt desert. Somewhere out there, they know two of their companions face a mighty foe. Maybe one of the greatest foes that has thrown either of them into the sea within the last half hour. <laughs> yeah. I Almost certainly, I think that's unarguable. So, as they stand there, they see a flickering flash of light in the distance. And a moment later, they hear the sound of... Does an approaching broomstick make a sound, Mag? I don't
4: think the broomstick makes a sound, but I imagine Enigma yelling at Banbury to shut up probably makes quite a lot of sound.
0: Shut up! (laughs) And so the broom comes roaring down and arrives in front of you. How do you make your landing, Mag? I
4: imagine Banbury's going to try and be stylistic, but he's not very good at this. So he'll probably uh, whip it to the side, try and whip his uh, hair... Oh, no, he's bald now. Whip his hat back and instead it's going to fly off and as he goes to reach to grab it he actually just falls off the broom and Enigma's just (laughs) left standing there and then the broom just falls from between the legs as the magic drops out of it. I like to think that it it lands much like SpaceX. (laughs)
5: Just...
0: (laughs) 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 Just like brew down (laughs) It just starts sweeping Ah. (laughs) you're you're "You're never gonna get this desert cleared, mate what are you even doing (laughs)
3: just sweeping sand into (laughs) eyes
1: Bambury. what the hell i'd like to think i somersaulted off it to be honest i'm you know i'm after i'm after style points
0: you'd have to roll for that enigma i'm afraid you no i think we can take that i'm gonna roll with that so Bambury just Kills off it from ground level. Enigma does an epic somersault, lands, and then the broomstick sl- just falls down underneath her, and you have arrived in no uncertain terms. Hey, guys.
2: Hey, yeah. Bamboo Enigma, all that taken care of? Uh, yes, 100%. Everything's fine. Definitely not going to come back to haunt us at some later date? Definitely good. No more
3: questions. Move on. Fantastic. That's what I'd like to hear.
1: Whole business dealt with. Covered.
3: How did you, um, how did you kill it? In no. The end? no. No, no, no. No questions. Ah. We've
1: got better things to do. What next?
2: Well, I suppose next we've just got to have a little chat to these survivors and then,
4: yes, head to Malahim.
1: Ah, uh, survivors. Do we,
4: though? I think they're going to be pretty angry with us. We go down there like,
3: hey, Survivors. Um, we didn't do anything. It's not our
4: fault. I mean, it is kind of our fault. We made them come over here. I mean, they, they drove the boat and crashed
2: it. They chose. You know, we were just the passengers. Uh, so, if
3: anything, right, I'm gonna start <laughs> I'm gonna start storming toward them angrily. What is the meaning of this?
0: <laughs> I demand recompense. The captain stands up as he approaches, uh, tending to one of the crew who looks quite injured, and she just stands up a little tiredly. And starts walking towards you and says, "What seems to be the problem, Master Wild?"
3: I'm gonna look around. Um, well, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed our current situation, but we paid for a trip to Malahim, and this is not. Mala. i said, mean guys am i wrong here um yes <laughs> I, actually you are
4: wrong we didn't pay for trip to No, nah, we were just trying to get <laughs> to the coast which i mean they got us to the coast yeah so we didn't specify they,
3: they got us to a coast certainly i i don't know i'm so dickish today i've already drunk some <laughs> booze sorry let's hold off for a second maybe maybe this is like again i've never been
4: on a ship before are we at our destination captain
0: in the widest terms Yes, this is definitely the coast where we were planning to land you. Yeah? Yeah? More narrowly, we've probably landed about 500 leagues short of where we hoped to.
2: Is that a lot? I mean, how big's a league? Are we talking, I don't know, 10
4: minutes walk? 30 minutes walk? Is it this or this? Bambi's going to move his hand slightly further out. What's a league? This? It's illegal. Uh, enigma, hold my other hand.
3: Is it? Is it this?
4: Give me an enigma
2: yeah, stretch. It mean, can't, be,
4: can't be much more than that.
3: God damn it, Captain.
0: We're not scientists. <laughs> <laughs> suffice it to say, it's more than five minutes walk. Uh, that's not ideal.
1: Twelve minutes? Uh! That's further than the shops. Uh! Um,
0: most people will never travel this far in their lives. So, uh-huh. suffice to say, we, we've... Succeeded less than we had hoped. It's bad for you, and it's bad for us, frankly.
2: Okay, well, that that puts us in something of a predicament. I mean, what's what's your plans for your people, if you've had chance to think of that at all? Do you do you need a moment to?
0: We've just been working to try and triage them, and fortunately, Bambury was able to establish some supernatural aid, which assisted in getting people and equipment off the ship, hmm. but. We still have relatively little equipment and it's going to be a long, slow walk back to Moreska for us.
2: And do you at least have some idea as to which direction Moreska is?
0: Yes, we can follow the coast along and...
2: And I'm going to be particularly interested in whether the direction that she points is the direction I want to point towards Malahim.
0: The direction she points is precisely almost like 180 degrees off. (laughs)
2: uh so captain let me um let me cut to the chase neither of us are going to want to hang around in um, the salt desert for any length of time and we're both going opposite directions um so it's going to be fairly critical just to work out what supplies can go in which direction and and bid you good journey i think
0: well let's see what we've got here and see what we need and what you need so she leads you over to a selection of barrels and crates that have been retrieved from the ship.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Looking over at the ship, which is still like hanging on the rocks, but slowly grinding backwards into the water. Nice, sexy. <laughs> 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 uh, uh-huh. mm, splish,
5: splash. <laughs> like, this is weird,
3: but I like it. It's Torquil. <laughs> you uh, got to get stern with too it. Too
0: soon. <laughs> yeah, so you can't see anything else on the deck, but if you wanted to try risking going below decks, you might be able to <gasps> find more on that ship. Yep, let's do it. But meanwhile, there are a few barrels and crates that have been brought over.
2: Captain, can you give us an idea of what we might find if we go below deck on that ship?
0: Big scary monsters. As far as we know, there was only that one creature there, so... It's possible that any of the other equipment we were carrying would still be on the ship.
2: Yeah, I mean, the equipment that you were carrying is more what I was after.
0: <laughs> Obviously, we had the supplies that we brought for your journey and also the maintenance of repairs to the ship and the food that we expected to need for the journey out and home. Pop-tarts! Well, it's a good news, bad
4: news situation, isn't it? Because now... There's a lot less people that are alive to have that food and water. So that's a bonus, isn't it? Everyone? I mean, plus. not sure there's a bonus. Yeah. So there's probably enough food and water for us to take as much as we need to make our journey. And we'll leave you with the rest. And, you know, jobs are good. Well,
0: shall we take a look at what we've got? Then?
4: Look at what you could have won.
0: Speedboat. Okay, so let's take a look in these barrels and crates they've retrieved. Using our best stat, yes? This is it. Use your (laughs) dump stat. Your dump stat. This is what you would term in Blades in the Dark, this is a fortune roll. It's not going to be like a hard move if you fail, it's just what you find will be bad. So, why don't we start with Bambury? Uh, My dump stat is charisma, and I get (laughs) A nine that's not, yeah. bad. That's, not nice. that's not bad something quite useful then what do you find on a nine i would like to find something
4: like sustenance so probably a big barrel of food maybe lemons to keep the scurvy away
0: okay so um so you have a barrel of lemons the captain is absolutely happy for you to take as many (laughs) lemons as you want.
1: Yes! Infinite
0: lemons! They're basically gold. (laughs) Well, they're yellow.
3: Yep. Give them a zest for life. They're like little mouthfuls of bitter sun. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tristan, what do you find? My dump stat is my strength, regardless (laughs) of my body being my weapon. But, this time, I find... Yes. I find the uh, the seats of the four-legged chairs that we were carrying.
0: (laughs) Just like a big crate full of replacement seats.
3: Yeah, so they're really comfy, so I'm going to at least take one. But it's just kind of a piece of wood with a sort of ass-moulded side with some red colosh that's kind of nailed down at the side so we could always salvage it for nails or red felt but yeah, yeah, not sure <laughs> super,
4: <laughs> like, yeah. I like the idea that we're going to be walking through the desert for months and every time everyone sits down everyone's like oh the floor's so uncomfortable and Tristan's just like yeah
5: oh uh, yeah
3: <laughs> but i don't have any chair legs that's the problem i'm gonna have to use my own legs so i just kind of <laughs> j-
4: just hover but i just gonna
3: wedge the wood with my thighs and kind of half squat <laughs> so it looks like i'm sitting down but i'm not really
0: this is, this is very good all right well you can put upholstered seat on your uh, inventory, oh, if you would like. <laughs> not, not just me; we can all do it. There's, there's a whole barrel full. Yeah, anyone who wants one, there's, there's a load. The weight
1: is two on that. We, we won't have a problem with weight <laughs> later yeah. on. So, Enigma, what do you find? I'm going to roll Wisdom because you'll be so shocked to learn that's my dumpster. <laughs> wow. Yes uh we get uh robinson's orange lemon a pineapple juice drink
4: just one <laughs> it's, but it's really nice Everyone's really a freaking jealous.
1: barrel full of this right but it goes a long way because you like water it down don't you just makes the water a bit nicer i mean if we had any water <laughs>
4: yeah
1: if you had water, that'd be great i mean we're gonna be in a okay dessert. maybe it's water
4: <laughs> drinking meat squash that's all we've got oh that'd be amazing. <laughs> Please just wear be neat squash
3: instead of water, despite the role. <laughs> just makes us so much uh, thirstier. Neat
1: squash, and so we just like we just run all the way to Malahim from the sugar rush. <laughs> like of all the juice we could have got, that's
3: the worst next to lemons. Obviously, that's the best one. I mean, the fact that it's concentrate
1: rather than fresh oh, right. water. I thought it's you were just... arguing that blackcurrant was better, and I was going to have to like cut you right
3: off. I don't know. Probably would go for an orangey one, not necessarily mango. Orange
1: lemon pineapple, every time. Oh, okay.
0: No, drink with oranges that's not orange juice is actually acceptable because I once ate some orange jelly and then chundered while watching the Dukes of Hazard when I was nine. And I uh, never liked any orange food after that, <laughs> including orange wine gums. So I have to throw them out while I'm driving along. <laughs> and also, also uh, I don't like orange squash.
3: I, whilst watching an episode of M.A.S.H., took a spoon, hollowed out an apple filled it with marmalade, bit into said apple, and have been disgusted with marmalade until very recently. I couldn't Why eat it without thinking about that time that? when I ate marmalade from a holiday apple, mm. and it was utterly horrible. I feel like that's your fault yeah. like, marmalades. <laughs> it's not marmalade's fault, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Sounds like that
2: but... you were so engrossed in mash that this just kind of happened unconsciously.
5: I thought in, you I mean, mash in it. I,
3: I I don't think I accidentally hollered out an apple with a spoon, went what to mean? the cupboard, and I had one eye on the TV and I didn't know what I was doing, so I kept spooning something into something, but little did I know, it was an apple full of marmalade. Just bit into me like, oh <laughs> shit, <it laughs> happened again. It wasn't like, flour or marmite or something. Yeah. That been worse. <laughs> oh, but for years, just, oh, it made me sick thinking about it.
2: I'm <laughs> I will roll this, I suppose.
3: Mm. <laughs> yeah. So what do what you roll, Quinn? Hint. Marmalade. Let's hope it's not apples full of marmalade. Come on, marmalade. It's more
0: lemons. <laughs> we could fill lemons full of marmalade. Nine. Oh, nine. Nice. Oh, oh, I did it twice about me. Okay, so a nine, that's an intermediate success. What does Percy find that's moderately useful? Moderately. Moderately, moderately, moderately useful. useful. But they don't fit in the seat. <laughs> like <a> different size. <laughs> For some reason the ship had two incompatible types of furniture.
1: Soft furniture. Allen keys. <laughs> yeah.
4: Maybe you find a She Wee, but you decide you
2: don't uh. need it and therefore throw it away.
1: God damn it!
2: Found a full-size portaloo cabin that will be handy. Um, I reckon I probably found the team of huskies and sled that we packed for the um, the, the long journey ahead. Mine is
3: the huskies. I was going to say huskies love hot weather.
1: I think they were actually dehydrated, and you just kind of drop a little bit of water on it, and you get fully formed huskies.
4: Desiccated, or some Robinson squash, and then you get some like really really excitable sugar filled huskies
2: and
1: because they're thirsty. That's why they're husky. <laughs>
2: Well, maybe I found the huskies too, and I just really don't like dogs, so just lock them
3: on the ship.
0: (laughs) Man, that's a bitch. (laughs) Okay, so you've got like a sled, a way of carrying your goods.
3: Yeah. Why do they have a? barrel with sleds and chair tops in what what do they think they needed these for on this adventure Oh, this was a barrel opening was it yeah Uh, i thought
4: i thought this was just recovering stuff
1: it was an inflatable sled
4: yeah but it was a make your own sled inside it with instructions so percy's just sat there like hammering it all together while the rest of us are playing with our lemons and whatever they else we've got yeah
0: no percy just got an empty barrel and he's just reworked it into a <laughs> sled so that it could be easily dragged he's a bit of a dad character i think he could
1: do that
3: <laughs> yeah hold on if i put my chair top in the <gasps> back of that barrel you oh my god it works then we could deliver toys to prep to kids right like, once a year <laughs> to presidents
1: we could give I them thought... squash all That's why we want to this... swap it for port. Right, I'm
3: going to start for working Sherry. on Percy's sled with my chair. All, All
0: across this uninhabitable desert.
3: <laughs> Brilliant. The kids are going to love it. You don't Just... know what's out there. There could be an orphanage. Ho, ho, ho. Have some juice.
1: <laughs> I don't think there's any rain, dear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, and on that bombshell, so what I'll say is you also have water skins, if you want to carry your juice, but I guess you could just pile the barrel on the sled and drag (laughs) it across this rocky desert. Is
1: there any more water? Because I feel like Neat Robinson's orange squash is not going to do the trick for, like, the next six months of going across a desert. Again,
3: I like the fact that three of you rolled well and still screwed us. (laughs) (laughs) At least mine was a bad roll. I had a legit reason to give us some. If I rolled well, we were getting pickled fish, but no. We've got lemons, unwatered juice, and a sled in the (laughs) desert. Sled's
1: really useful. Not in the desert. It's pretty
3: useful. I reckon it's probably not smooth. Desert's a slidey. I reckon this one's probably full of lots of rocky outcrops and really sharp spikes. Oh, it
0: is rocky outcrops oh, how and did I sharp? Not sharp, salty points, but you're going to be able to. It d- might snow. Yeah, exactly. Let it snow.
1: What if it snows? Let it snow. Hold
3: that, on, you've but... got the sword, oh, sword of Bryant. You need to <laughs> yeah. look like an Iceman and smoosh ice in front of us.
1: Oh, I like that one with Spider Man and Friends. Yeah.
3: Yeah, his name's Iceman, that's why I referenced him. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Michael Iceman.
1: <laughs> I thought that was his star. Uh... Okay,
4: we'll go back to the captain and tell her that we've got the stuff we need. <laughs> we've got everything we, are we need.
1: And we'd like some water to... Whoa, well, whoa, well, 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 well. You know, dilute down the in orange squash. Well,
2: let's... well no, it still might be useful to travel onto the, the boat and try to recover any other provisions that we can.
4: I thought we got these, Were these not from the boat. This was, like, stuff that your monkeys yeah. brought in, because
0: if you remember, you flew your monkeys told... to bring anything else off. I told them to rescue survivors. They and did. also squash. So, like, the survivors and some bits and bobs. Okay. What helpful monkeys. They are. They were A-plus monkeys. They did good work.
1: A-plus monkeys. <laughs> I thought that's what you just said. So, were you going to see if
0: you could get anything else off the ship?
4: Yeah, I reckon. Whereabouts is the ship? Is it actually now kind of landlocked? Like, can we get to it, or are we going to have to swim, or...?
0: It's kind of stuck against the rocks, lying there at an angle. It's not inundated with a bit of skill, you'll be able to make your way across and get in below decks. It hasn't yet sunk out of sight, but obviously it is in the process of sinking. By the time the sun sets, it will probably have gone, so you've probably got a bit of time, but it's obviously going to be a dangerous and mobile environment if you go in the oh there. Oh, yeah.
2: I reckon that's worth it. plus on a
4: crack. Right.
0: Okay. How about we have a bit of division of labour, you
4: three go into that dangerous environment, I'm going to stay here and look after these people, because I'm a generous person.
2: Yeah, but also, you can fly, so...
4: Yeah, not on close quarters, I can't fly in the ship. We can pass up you. you could at least,
2: yeah, you could at least drop us off and ferry stuff back. You could dangle a rope...
4: I mean, some of these people are dying here, none of us have bothered to try and heal them. Am I the only one concerned about this?
2: You're, yep. So you're going to do some flying and drop us off and uh, <laughs> pick up the stuff and bring it back. I'm glad we had this
4: conversation.
0: Okay, so you're making your way onto the boat. Bambury, who are you flying first?
4: Enigma, I guess, because she's the dexterous one who actually might have a hope of finding stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay, dexterous to the decks. Dexing it right up.
4: You actually... Oh, I've got a roll for this, don't I? Otherwise, we'll just crash oh. in the sea. That'll be fun. No, I'm fine.
0: What does that mean for your flying spell? An intermediate success.
4: It means I have to look at the rules. Boo! Yeah, to fly. Boo. Uh, I'm pretty sure... Oh, one of the options is danger is awaiting
0: me, so we'll go for that.
1: Why would you do that?
0: Danger is <laughs> awaiting you. And me! Cool. Bambury, you get Enigma dropped off. On the decks. Enigma on the decks. DJ Enigma. Dun, 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 dun. And then who do you bring uh,
3: next? I will next. being Tristan because he is lighter than Percy. Um, I was going to say if you take Percy, then I'd have um, started healing the guys while you're flying. Well, I can
2: also do that if.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Percy can do it in a way that exchanges damage with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <So> that, that's always <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
3: helpful.
0: That's it. I'll only let him do it if he
3: uses that spell and
0: I'll be watching. <laughs>
3: i take my armour off as well, by the way.
0: Enigma, what are you doing on the decks? Are you waiting for the crew or are you diving under?
1: I'm diving under. I'm going to go and find some stuff. You know, there might be some stuff I need to pocket and no one else needs to know about, just in case.
0: Nice. Okay, so you dive through one of the hatches and obviously you're very familiar with the shape of the ghost by now you've been through these corridors and rooms quite a bit, you know that the good stuff is going to be down in the hold. The whole thing is rocking though, and kind of, you can hear the grinding of wood, and compared with the heat of the sun outside, it's quite cool and very damp in here. In a few places, you can see parts of the wood seem to have been eaten away, like they were dissolved with something. So. Let's make a move. And this is when you forage through the underdex. Under What's the appropriate stat for this, do we think?
1: Uh, dexterity. Do you reckon dex or weirs? Y- yes.
0: Nah, it's clearly dex.
1: Dexterity, definitely.
0: Okay, I'm hearing dex from everyone. Yes! I guess that makes sense. Mm. So we forage through the under dexterity.
2: Mm, good job it was dex. Isn't it?
0: <laughs> On a 10 plus or a 7
1: to 9 you find something useful. Okay. So, what have you found? I think it's probably a shitload of water. Drinking water. Okay,
0: a big cask of water. So, on a seven to nine, choose one from... It's not wedged or very heavy. The container is in one piece and holds together. Retrieving it doesn't put you into danger. So which of those would you like? Go for the second one, Ali. Mm.
1: I was going for the second one because it's big. There's lots.
0: Okay, great. So, you find a big water cask right down in the base of the ship, and it's kind of rolling about. The water's risen to this point, so you can kind of move it to the stairway that will take it up into the level where the living quarters were. But it's too heavy for you to move on your own, as far as you can tell.
1: That's okay. There's other people coming to help.
0: Okay, great. So... Bambury, you were bringing Tristan second.
4: Uh, Yep. Do I need to make a second roll for a second journey? or
0: No, no. Well, this is all one flight. Because okay. we, we haven't had the outcome of your first flight yet.
4: Oh, I'd hope you thought. I'd that.
0: never forget. Fine, yep. Yeah, so,
4: I'll take Tristan over. I assume Percy's dealing with uh, injured people uh, and taking his armour off.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Percy's probably just doing buckles. You land on the decks. I Enigma do. has already gone down. Okay. Good. So, uh, what?
3: <laughs> I will. <laughs> I
0: will find a similar, right. a
3: similarly inclined crewman and start myself. <laughs> Go to work. What well, I've actually noticed there's a bucket next to me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that and I create like a diving helmet air bubble, so I can stay <laughs> That's under not longer. A thing.
0: No, this does work. I like it. Tristan's bucket a small
3: bucket. Does not It's not a small bucket. It's bigger than my head with enough to
0: can take all the air in. All the air. So Tristan then descends into the darkness <laughs> with a bucket on his head. <laughs>
4: Tristan Wilde, man of
0: science.
5: I assume
4: the water, given Enigma's slushing about and in the barrel's not covered, then Tristan's probably up to his knees or waist up most.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought we were a lot deeper. <laughs> well, for almost this entire journey, he's just got a bucket on his head and he clatters <laughs> around inside the boat. Trying to figure out where Enigma is. And, like bumping into water things because there's a bucket on his head.
3: He can't really see anything. I thought I was going to the the deep... You should cut some
1: eye holes out of it. Yeah,
3: I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out the water's not as deep as I thought it was. So I'm going to spend the hour just with my little penknife whittling a little... I'll use an arrowhead and the shaft
0: keeps snapping and I have to get a new one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, this is good. So, Percy, by the time you come down under the decks, hmm. Tristan has got through almost all the arrows, just trying to make holes in this. There were loads of spare arrows in here. Tristan, yeah. <laughs> why are you putting
3: holes in that bucket? Because <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm gonna just plonk it on my head and look out of the two eye holes with my hands on my hips and be like, see? <laughs> huh? Pun intended. And just dive into the water. I, I, <laughs> what, what are you doing? You can't really see the water from there. I'm, I'm laying in a foot of water trying to dive yeah. deeper, and I'm like,
1: don't look at me! Tristan! You sure are beyond the pale. <laughs>
0: One come all And ye all be welcome Enter into the world
5: Yeah I'm, I like that <laughs> Ali
3: just spoke over your Yeah, I like the fact Ben's <laughs> trying to be a clean edit That's and the one bit we know you don't talk over Let him do his bit <laughs> And I was He's like it no, It is my time that,
0: that was my start he was Why don't doing we just do like
4: uh, What are they called Brainy <laughs>
5: Bunch
0: Previously on the yeah,
5: exactly. <laughs> Previously hey? drawn On oh. Crudely Swords. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 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 you can
1: fix that yeah, in, the
0: edit, right. in the edit, right? <laughs> I'm just surprised that Mag's ass looks so like three hockey
5: players. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at Um, least
0: give us the top
3: of your head and shoulders would be acceptable, (laughs) not just forehead. Just your eyes peeping over. Just don't go down to nipples like you did last Uh. time. It's still still as weird as when you did
4: this last (laughs) time. (laughs) It's a bit too pimp. Honestly, I'm going to move house. I'm going to find a room that I can record in that isn't hot as hell. (laughs) And then I promise I'll wear clothes for the podcast. Unbelievable. Thank you.
2: You're you're a gentleman. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: thank you so what a guy that is a heck of an offer
1: so oh I got to say when I went for a blood test um, she's like and how are you and I said I'm great and chock full of blood <laughs> apparently you're not supposed to say that but it reminded me of shanty.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah don't say that to someone who you're about to uh, give a blood test to no it's they embarrassing they don't get it they they don't think it's because
0: what what if you then proved not to be? Well, well I was pretty
5: it,
1: sure I had some.
0: Yeah, yeah. They go go to take some blood. And you just have none. What's
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, something to boast so, about
1: though? I was I mean, sanguine about I mean, it.
0: What? Stew's just dropped out. That's cool. Stew's. It doesn't matter. Drops out right now.
4: He's already rejoined.
0: I thought you were doing um, Black Panther. Oh, okay. The universal
1: symbol for Wakanda is a problem now. That's not the universal symbol for there's a problem.
0: I mean, unfortunately, that's
4: also the Black Panther symbol now. <laughs> like Wakanda forever, buddy. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda
0: forever.
1: forever. <laughs> uh, sorry, turns out that Google decided to drop out on me now.
4: You're in the Hangouts twice. There's a picture of you looking shocked, and then there's a live picture of you.
1: Whoa. Yeah.
4: This would be what it was like if you had a twin alley. And now there's a triplet of you. I honestly don't think Gwyn's remembered this is on by this stage.
0: Yeah, I I don't think so
4: either. On tonight's episode of Crudely Drawn Swords, Percy shall be played by Ben. Ali's double.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be the best episode yet.
4: Hey Lucy, Uh, we're meant to be recording Crudely Drawn Swords. That means we've isolated the issue and it's Gwyn that's
0: the bad clapper famous bad clapper Gwyn Teague no two ways about it it's funny you wouldn't expect him to be the culprit
1: (laughs) well the proof speaks
0: the lies so (laughs) that's interestingly put
1: (laughs) the flies in the pudding aye but which one of the angels is it Satan Megatron Megatron's an angel it's like the voice of God or something Metatron. I am Megatron. I am the voice of God. (laughs) Oh, that's where the guinea pig lady lives. Stu's more naked. How come every time you log on, you're more naked?
4: You know that that last bit's getting in the edit right right at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Flash
0: the guns.
4: I honestly didn't think that Ben was going to include the bit where you were talking about swiping on Tinder using your actual penis. And yet, as a shocking surprise, that hit the edit. I remember Ben once saying, oh, my mum listens to this because of some of the stuff we'd said. That was grimmer than anything we'd said previously.
0: So uh, that won't be so bad. Am I the only person on the call? No. Ah, Good.
4: Big
3: barrel of food. Maybe lemons to keep the scurvy yes. away. <laughs> a,
5: lemons, a, lemons!
3: Lemons! Pretty sure that was a fail roll last time, but, passed, but <laughs> this time it's a
1: pass.
3: Stew, no one will know taking about a food the food that's recording. <laughs> no one I can tell by our streamlined uh, approach this time, rather than the waffling we did last time. We um, picked into the post. Kenton, we've crashed. What supplies can we have? You go that way. We go this way. We found some <laughs> lemons, some water and some pickled fish. To be also, honest, it's better everybody. <laughs> we'll see you later. Let's go. Uh, Let's <laughs> do a
0: bake-off. <laughs> <laughs> we've got some nails, some lemons and some pickled fish. Cooking doesn't get tougher than this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll nail no pickled credits. fish to the lemon
1: and I think um, I'm going to make something great from it. <laughs> It's actually what, what sour. Sour. Damn it, we had that exact conversation last time.
3: <laughs> there was no last time, how dare you. I mean, in the times before now.
1: Uh... In the times running parallel to now. Yeah,
5: you're when, like when, on,
0: it. When, when you're on the ship and you're just discussing the merits of yeah, lemons. that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Percy's probably just doing buckles. Um yeah. Okay, Tristan.
5: That's one you of the crewmen. on the
0: deck.
3: Percy was my undoing When I'm doing buckles
0: Did you know Boots? (laughs) Too soon Turns out out the NPCs gradually Add up to an entire ensemble outfit (laughs) Hey, belts and (laughs) t-shirt Come over here and talk to shoes and
4: socks Oh, hey there, jumpers (laughs) (laughs) kind of feel like Ben's just naming stuff after his laundry which is next to him on his PC Yeah.
0: yeah um funnily enough the thing next to me is a unicorn um
5: isn't that always the case I've got another unicorn right here that I'm drinking from